Welcome, listener, to this week's episode of the Slazoom Podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by Existential Dread. It's like existential angst, but more intense. Are you tired of sitting around quietly and mournfully contemplating the pointlessness of existence? Would you rather be breaking down crying in public places? If so, trade in that boring old existential angst for Existential Dread. Existential dread. Oh God, why? It's like their slogan. Uh, <laughs> oh God, why? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, brought to you by GlaxoSmithKline, lukewarm <laughs> <laughs> <Luke> on Hitler. <laughs> GlaxoSmithKline's lawyers, are you writing this down? <laughs> so, uh, we have a guest this week, uh, listener. Well, for one thing, I am back and awake. This week we have Mike Gary. Mary. I'm under an assumed name to protect my identity. But I'm glad to be in here with all of my friends. Yes. Mike is an old friend of mine from college and uh, teaches (laughs) high school physics and studied engineering. You don't sound so sure about knowing me in college. Yeah, I was very drunk. I I remember some of it. Same here. It's like, there was a Mike. There were several Mikes. He looked like you. You didn't either. Zoom, 90% plagiarism. So, uh, uh, to start things off, I have a crime against nature to confess. I tried tried something very unusual this week. Um, Fun fact. I don't know how to feel about it's it. It's not that unusual. Uh, it's even more unusual. <laughs> I made a pizza, uh, a sausage pizza, but I used breakfast sausage. Oh. Right. You son of a bitch. Was yeah. that turkey breakfast sausage? That's fine no, word. Just regular. regular breakfast sausage. Okay. Well, okay, and I also put slices of Granny Smith apple on it and pecans. Oh, the idea is it was supposed to be like an autumn pizza with autumn flavors. Was it good? I thought it was pretty good. Hmm. The one thing is the marinara sauce kind of seemed like a fish out of water, so if I did it again, I would maybe try and pick a different sauce, but... Uh, I'm trying to think of... I've had like a walnut something pizza before, but... Like a walnut remember. pesto pizza? Maybe. I can't remember what the sauce was, though. Well, working with the Granny Smith apples, a simple olive oil base would work very well with that flavor. Ooh, and rosemary. And the tomato would overwhelm it. Rosemary and definitely some rosemary. Fresh. We do have some rosemary so, that we planted in our garden. Oh, wow, this is riveting shit. <laughs> um, Get your yeah. recipes. Yeah, write this down. So Ethan says every time he takes a shit. This that's is riveting be- shit. That's because it, it literally Everybody puts rivets in my asshole. Right <laughs> Whoa, we got an acrocat here. Acrocat. Nice. Nuru, come on. Uh, so, Mike, yeah, as a as a new as a first time guest on the show, uh, there's something important we need to ask you. Do you have any interesting story? Well, any stories at all no. about grasshoppers, especially uninteresting stories. <laughs> one flew into my mouth one time. Oh, nice. It it was more surprising <laughs> than foul tasting. <laughs> like, what? Did you spit it out? Did you just did it, it flew away? Okay. Really? It was very surprising. It was very surprising. How far in your mouth did did it make it? It made it past the tongue. It made it to my tongue. 
it, the, the way that the feet felt on oh. it just turned me off from grasshoppers forever. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad the little guy survived. <coughs> what about like grasshopper pie that actually doesn't have grasshoppers in it, but it's just like mint flavored? Oh, I love grasshopper okay. things that are mint flavored and not grasshopper flavored. Yeah, like the the cocktail. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that actually has ice cream in it, right? It's very sweet traditionally. I know it's like got creme de menthe and some shit in it. Well, not li- not literally some yeah, shit. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little. Uh, you know, kind of a bit shitty. It's uh, probiotic. <laughs> so, um, on why profiling works so well, I just remembered uh, what type of profiling? Age profiling. Age. Oh, okay. For Christmas last year, um, I was like, both my grandmothers are going to be there on Christmas. I should probably get them something. They're 93 and 95. At the time, they were 92 and 94. Um, and so I'm like, what do old people like? Uh, and I went on Amazon and bought them the same thing, which was like a Best of Betty Goodman Naturally. orchestra. And they were both, like, so surprised and elated that, like, how did you know I like Benny Goodman? <laughs> like, I'm like, because you're in your 90s. <laughs> <laughs> that was spot on. Wow. Though, to, to be fair, Benny Goodman is good, man. Uh, it's, it's, it's withheld the test of time, <laughs> and it was popular when they were when they were young, so... It's a pretty good bet, you Are know? Are they Lawrence Welk fans as well? I don't know. Or is that a little too more recent? No. Is that too recent for 97-year-olds? Who the fuck is Lawrence Welk? Oh, you're Aladdin so and young. the two and the three. So you guys he... don't know who Lawrence Welk is? He had the Lawrence Welk show. It was like an old-timey bandstand show. He had an orchestra and they'd play. Any tough guess? No? I'm you heard pretty it? sure that was an implanted memory. No. I read about that in the news. People no. <laughs> also, if you've ever watched American Beauty, Caleb, I know you haven't because you've never seen any movie ever. Of course not. <laughs> Have you seen American Beauty? No. Yeah. Nobody? I've Colin? seen it. And yes. I know the Lawrence Welk show. Yeah, and he's okay. Well, there Colin knows go. all kinds of ridiculous old timey stuff, like the monkeys. Who's heard of them? Come on. <laughs> I've actually been listening to them a lot since we've been talking. We're gonna come back to the slow zoom. You're welcome, Davy Jones. Well, okay. First, you you mentioned the train taking the train to Clarksville. And then I was like, wow, why does he know that? And then I listened to another podcast that mentioned taking the train to Clarksville, and I was like, maybe I should actually listen to this song. So <laughs> many people, stealing my material. <laughs> so many people are referencing it. And then I listened to Daydream Believer, and then I sang it to the Orb Weaver that makes a nest outside the Jensen's house. <laughs> nest uh, web. Yeah. Spiders. <laughs> What's all y'all's favorite dinosaur? Oh, man. I didn't know we were going to get serious. Sharks. Oh, man. Come on. Um, Did you say a swan? I was going to say bird. <laughs> I said shark. I mean, technically birds are dinosaurs, so. See? Crocodiles. There you go. Swan. Crocodiles haven't changed in, like, years. A like, lot ten of years. Almost a dozen years. Literally tens of years. 
Right. Back during World War II, like they were like the third major power: <laughs> the Allies, the Axis, and the Crocodiles. <laughs> Uh, they've changed a bit since then, but they kind of stabilized, like, since the end of the Cold War. Yeah. Well, and really, it's one of those things where, you know how in grade school, or, like, in elementary school and stuff, you're taught that, like, oh, yeah, Europe was getting its ass, or the Allies were getting their ass kicked in World War II until America came in and saved the day. But really, it was mostly Russia. Well, really, it was mostly Hitler being stupid enough to try and invade Russia. Um it's kind of one of those things where the Normandy invasion, uh, primarily it was the crocodiles um, who who pulled that off. They're amphibious yep, creatures. That um, but that was before they kind of switched sides, and so we kind of wrote them out of history afterwards. Uh, yeah, they were great amphibious craft. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was all these Brits and Americans riding across the channel on alligator back. Yeah. Crocodile. Crocodile back. Okay. Okay. The alligators are the one that really got written out of history. (laughs) (laughs) I know. The War of 1812 totally decided by alligators. (laughs) (laughs) I hear about it. Yeah. Real talk, though. I think we should talk about how, like, Americans only really understand or know about alligators, but, like, the saltwater crocodile is... Fucking crazy. It's like 21 foot long. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, gators get to, like, what, 15 feet, maybe? Like, a really big one? Yeah, yeah. there's so many crocodilian varieties that aren't alligators. Yeah. Like the one with the really thin snout. Oh, the Gary Earl, or whatever, yeah. That are, like, in the in India. Yeah. And they eat fish, like, as big as a small child. It's awesome. Right, and, like, caimans. Caimans are good. They're just, like, cute little mini gators. And, like, saltwater crocs, they're like, yeah, sure, we prefer saltwater, but we totally go in freshwater, too. So if you're swimming in a freshwater river, sorry, but we're going to swim from the ocean. (laughs) Fuck your shit up. And uh, some animal behavior experts, so uh, every once in a while, you get, like, a renegade saltwater croc that starts eating people. Um, Nice. I don't think that's a renegade thing. That croc's kind of figured out. Yeah. Animal, animal. Some animal behavior experts are like they're actually doing it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> like if you get attacked by an alligator or like a Nile crocodile, get like there's methods. It. Like there's like like ways to fight them. But it's like oh, if you get attacked by a saltwater crocodile, like you're fucked. Like, like to actually like fight them or to run away. Not even like if you like shit talk about their mama. Like. <laughs> Like if they attack you, you're... then they start they start weeping alligator tears. What? Uh, crocodile tears. There, whatever. I don't know. Crocodiles weeping alligator tears. <laughs> <laughs> this will come in handy for our reader. If you do get bitten by a reader, whatever. <laughs> yeah, for closed captions. Dear reader, we can have podcasts. Yeah, we'll probably have some death readers. Yeah, Alright, Ethan, I want to hear this advice. Yes. So, if a crocodile or an alligator or a gharial or caiman, any sort of thing in your crocodilid family, does bite onto you, you need to get parallel to it. Because they can't chew. So, to tear off, say, pieces of animal big enough to swallow, they do the death roll, where they just spin and tear off pieces of flesh. So, you have to get parallel to, like, to them. So that you'll spin with them. 
also hold their mouths shut because they're they're they can. yeah they've got a really ridiculously powerful power most powerful in the animal kingdom bite force in terms but of biting down yeah the muscles that open their mouths are actually really weak which to be fair is never yeah yeah yourself jeez so what I try to do is I get parallel and then I spin opposite them so I just rip their head off. That's the good way to that, do it. Yeah, that could work. Listen to Colin, reader. He has a listener. Yes. Yeah, I've done this dozens of times. Dozens. Dear reader. Reader. Dear smeller. Real feeler. Slazoom. Now it's smellovision. <laughs> We're so sorry. We should start a service. Uh, do we have like an email address that doesn't have our name with it that we're okay leaving out? Because we should have a thing like if you, um, if you like, send us an email or like uh, give us. Oh, we should make people pay for postage. Uh, so we'll like <laughs> get um, like a PO box. Would you lick something and mail it to me? Yeah. There you go. I paid postage for that. There you go. Yeah, I, we, we can put it on the wall, and then we can talk about it. Right? Is that is that Jack Daniel's rye you're drinking? It is. No. Oh, no, sorry. It's Jim Bean rye. Jim Bean rye. Apparently, they make a rye now. Oh, they made one. That was like my go-to. That was my go-to booze when in grad school. Well, there it was like go. the cheapest thing that I could drink straight. That's why I got it. <laughs> Anything else cheaper than that, I had to drink gay. At least buy. <laughs> yep. Yep. Some like, uh, uh, what's the shitty whiskey? Northern Light. Windsor. Yeah. If I was gonna drink some Windsor, I really had to, I really had to suck some cock with it to flush out the taste of Windsor. Any excuse? <laughs> it, gets, it gets worse in Windsor, too. <laughs> That's when you're really getting at the bottom of the barrel. I remember once, uh, Caleb was I with you when I bought that Northern Lights Canadian whiskey at a gas station? You weren't with me, but please go ahead. I, so I bought this $7.50 of whiskey for, it was like $7.99 at a gas station. Uh, and I, the price tag gave me a horrible paper cut. It was painful and made me bleed all over. And it was the most tolerable part of the experience. <laughs> when you dis- tried to disinfect with the whiskey, did it make it worse? <laughs> it probably would have. Honestly, after take like after trying to make like one whiskey and coke with it, I said I cannot handle any more of this in my body. Did you try butt chugging it? I did not. Well, next time, give that a shot before you throw it out. Do you still okay. have it? Did you save it? Uh, uh, not after all these years. This was when I was... Uh, this is when we lived in the same house together, so I was... Uh, is that why there was the patch of grass that never grew back? That could be it. <laughs> you buried it in the lawn? Weird. Oh, that was the end of that. Is butt chugging a real thing? I don't. They did it on Jackass. I mean, he did it with beer. I know the tampons in the butthole, the the vodka soaked tampons, are really. I bet people have done that. No. I bet. I know it's supposed to be like a myth that it was like uh, a big thing, but I'm sure somebody's like, you know what? 
I heard that everybody does this. I'm going to try it now. Yeah. First of all, the amount of fluid that you could soak up in a tampon wouldn't amount to much. It'd be like at most like an ounce and a half. So, okay. I'm not saying it was successful. I'm saying Second somebody all, probably tried it. It would be really hard. It's one thing you guys don't know about tampons. Please elaborate. I know everything about tampons. You know education about tampons. Like you have an That's applicator and they're like compressed back. in there and then you like push it out of the applicator and then it like expands. Ah. So like to get it to soak up that much mm. fluid, it would be pretty big and there would You'd probably have a lot of difficulty shoving it up your asshole. What if you like did a nice goat thing just had a friend? Also, your asshole is yeah. super sensitive, and alcohol. It would very burn. Yeah, it would hurt like a motherfucker. For what about the people game. that snort like vodka and shit? But is is it like sensitive to alcohol? Face? Do that. Probably. Wait. Do not try to. I think everything but your skin is because your skin you have this nice layer of dead cells. So me and my friends called it getting shitholed. Oh, nice. And we'd always say, like, man, I'm going to get so shitholed tonight. <laughs> Instead so what, of shit-faced, because it's going in your hole. What about... Uh, nice. What about <laughs> butt-chugging proper where it's direct liquid in? Because that would overcome the problem that you were talking about. See, that's what I'm wondering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mike's like, what have I done? What, what if Why you, am I here? What if you use a, um, oh man, we, we talked about it before, the thing that uh, you insert to like hold the hole open? A speculum. Uh, use a speculum, yeah. I mean, that would make the whole procedure a lot, you know, less traumatizing, I think. What, you, what you're thinking, trying to describe here is you're trying to give someone an alcohol enema. Oh! Which is the, which is the bag full of stuff, and there's like a hose. I read that your the alcohol would be absorbed through your intestines, so you get drunk really quick. Oh, I, I actually read an interesting article about this as well. Or be as fun. I was trying to figure <laughs> out what the yeah. uh, I was trying to figure out what the uh, uh, C max or dang it, not the C max, the B max. Uh, Betamax. Or was, was that the C-Max or the half Mad one? Max. The, the, the T-Max, the T-Max. So some pharmacological, pharmacokinetic things of caffeine. Like seeing how soon after, because what started this was... Are you talking about the half-life of caffeine? Uh, no, but similar to that, the T-Max, the time until it reaches its maximum concentration in your blood. Didn't we already talk about this? I had always okay. thought it was... What? What's that going? Didn't we already talk about this on a podcast once? Who can remember? Go I on. talked about the half-life of caffeine. I think I did, because I brought up how interesting it is that, like, when I drink coffee, I take one sip, then I have to poop. Which doesn't make any sense biologically, because you have to drink the caffeine, it has to be absorbed into your bloodstream, and it has to take effect. And I thought, there's no way this that it can be the caffeine, so I was searching for what the T-Max is, which, once again, is, like, the time it really takes your body to absorb the caffeine, and the only scholarly article I found was comparing the pharmacokinetics, which is how fast your body absorbs drugs, of, <laughs> of orally ingested coffee versus a coffee enema. <laughs> because why the wouldn't they do that study? <laughs> and that's what they did find. It was absorbed much faster. coffee enemas a lot, apparently. Really? Like the Kardashians do that or something. So they probably paid. Well, Courtney. The thing they don't tell you about the enema is the real purpose is to give yourself diarrhea. Mm -hmm. 
So if you really like to do that, who does? By all means, get your job. It's a lot of fun. It's like you're a human square guy. <laughs> you can be shit rocket. I want to make an anime thing about like a guy who like gets like rocket propulsion from explosive diarrhea. Actually, I want it to be a there, band originally. There was a movie about, about that. that. Zombie toilet ass of the dead. Yeah. And maybe others. I don't know. You're right. There is a movie about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, too. Oh, man. We scared Colin and Sarah away. All right. Now now we got the, uh, you know, the cream of the crop. The, um, uh, I don't know. The, the, uh, the grease of the axle. The, um, the start of the fresh rain. The, um, the root of the grass. The, uh, hi, Nicole. Oh, oh, jeez. We can say hi. My girlfriend's here. She just pulled in. That's why I muted it and I walked through, walked away because the dogs were freaking out. So, hopefully, my mute works. This is so exciting. We've got now. We have, Okay, Six people. Whoa! Podcast. And well, and now five again. But for a brief, beautiful moment, we had a full six people, which I think is the first time since the glorious day where we were all slizzed. Oh my gosh! Do you do you remember? Yeah, when Sarah and Paolo and Gay Sarah and Gay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I, I forgot about uh, to the to the podcast to the listener. My wife is, reader. My wife is now gay, Sarah, because I was trying to I was trying to come up a way to distinguish them, and so I started calling referring to them as curly Sarah and tall Sarah. No, um, it's straight Sarah. Well, the original was curly Sarah and tall Sarah. Oh, okay. Because I was like, because you've got curly hair. My wife has pretty hair. Sarah, my roommate, has straight hair, but is tall. And then it's just like, wait, curly and tall aren't opposite of each other. They should be curly and straight. And then with uh, Sarah, the regular host of the Zoom, uh, being straight Sarah, then uh, the Sarah I am married to um, was then by default gay Sarah. Naturally. Yeah. So that, that was like that was a glorious episode. And this is a, I, I don't know if this is a good podcast or not because like the last ten minutes I haven't been paying much attention. I've been muting a lot because my dogs have been bad and it's rainy here and the sump pump is right there yeah. and it's been going off. Colin, so. tell us about your sump pump. Is it is it good? It's good. There's two of them. Two. One in this corner and Whoa. one on the opposite corner of the garage. Wow. Nice. Is that a boomerang behind your head? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Ethan, during... I keep trying to throw it away, but it comes back. <laughs> <laughs> so during either the podcast where you were asleep or the one where you weren't here... It was the one where you weren't here. Yeah. We, we, we had a digression about the, uh, the boomerang. Mm. Boomerang? I don't think there's enough lube in the world. That's, that's a really good joke, Ethan. <laughs> it's better than my throwing a boomerang away joke. Both that was a throwaway joke. <laughs> 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 uh, it's we all in 
explode. <laughs> <laughs> that was going great. I've got a talking point. I had the flu this week, so y'all should get your flu shots because it was not enjoyable. That you did. You slept a lot. Yeah, yeah, I slept like 16 hours on Tuesday and Thursday. Wow. Are you a cat? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Might as well be. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, so how, how long did, did you have this flu thing? I'm pretty sure it was, you're saying like, you're doing quotation marks, but I'm pretty sure it was the flu. Like, I had all the hallmark symptoms. Yeah. Boils. Boils. Rivers of blood. Ashes. Took him in a Frogs. Frogs. Throwing up frogs. Death of the firstborn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 40 Cheeks Days blood, of Darkness. Blood yeah. Water. Charleston Heston. Charleston Heston, <laughs> naturally. <laughs> um, I was wondering what he was doing in our house. Uh, the flu is <laughs> what are you doing? made of people. Yeah, flu shots are made of people. I think he ran around shouting. Because <laughs> he was in Soil and Green. But never mind, go on. Yeah. No, I had, like, my whole body hurt. Oh. On Tuesday... Monday night, I tried to go to sleep, and I was like, wow, my throat is really starting to hurt me all of a sudden. And then I never fell asleep, I don't think. I, I remember, I was still awake when you got up and left for work, and oh, I was fuck. like, oh, uh, no. That's pretty miserable. I know. And then I felt really bad in the morning, but I couldn't find anyone to teach my lab section. So I went and taught it, and I almost passed out because I felt so crappy. And I had like body aches, and then I was like, fuck this! And I went home and slept for a long time, and I had a fever and all that stuff, sort of. Nice. I'm glad I'm here. You guys are all there. <laughs> I haven't had a You're fever in 24 hours, so the CDC's website said I was like, good to go. Oh, thanks for checking. Good that. to be around people. Yeah, I was going to get my flu shot yesterday, but I decided to sleep in okay. instead. Okay, I was literally <laughs> going to get my flu shot on Tuesday, and instead I felt I woke up like feeling like wow. I got hit by a train, and I was like, are you fucking serious? What timing? Jeez. Yeah. Well, hey, now you're already moving. You don't need it. Yeah, yeah unless it's a different yeah. strain. Yeah. I think like... Yeah, it's well, a lot cheaper to just get sick. <laughs> you, <laughs> well, for students, work. you get a flu shot. So I just go around licking doorknobs. <laughs> And I, I bought a lot of NyQuil, not a lot, I bought a thing of DayQuil and NyQuil, and that's kind of expensive, so. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Also, yeah, it was nice to have around, in case you wanted to just, like, sleep, you know, trip balls. zonk out for a while. I uh, mean. <laughs> do, does NyQuil have pseudo in it? Like it has dichlorohydrate. Like a thing that you can make meth out of? I don't think so. No. I don't think any of them do. Okay. That's in Sudafed. They don't arse me when I oh, right. But you can get high from the main ingredient in Michael. Uh, which apparently is why they carded me when I got <laughs> Isn't also like NyQuil like twenty percent alcohol or You're something? Little shit. Come here. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can get drunk off that. One time if you I really mean, want to. Yeah, it would yeah. be really expensive. Yeah. Okay. One time I had a, I found a coupon for NyQuil, and NyQuil's expensive, so I asked, this was like in high school, I asked my dad to pick some up, like, when he was at the store, and he refused. He was like, no. And I was like, why? And he was like, you're just going to abuse it. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so that, that, 
that's Sarah. I was like, first true. of all, if I wanted to abuse alcohol, I wouldn't pay like eight dollars for a tiny little thing of it. It's like you are, re- Dad. You are really overestimating how hard it is for me to get actual alcohol. <laughs> I was like, I will talk to one of your other children, and they will get me alcohol, <laughs> like easy peasy. <laughs> But he refused. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, I could go buy it myself. I was like, all right, I'll go buy it and I it myself with my coupon. It's so weird. Maybe he saw something on the news about like, uh, I like an Oprah. I don't know. Oprah. Kids butt Yeah, my dad's a big Oprah. It's the hot new thing that kids I, are doing. I saw a couple of kids butt chugging. Butt chugging cough syrup. There was a thing going around. Just of like course. rainbow parties. Yeah, I, I feel like Things Oprah caused are... many more of them than X exist because they didn't exist before that. It sounds like something Martha Stewart arranged. <laughs> <laughs> like when she was like in a sorority in college. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My mom is a big Oprah fan. She's over forty and she's a woman. That's right. And she loves the big O. Yeah. Loves chasing okay. that O. So in Omaha, they have a bunch of signs that are just like an O with an exclamation point. And for the longest time, I thought they were all for Oprah. (laughs) Because that was like her magazine, like the O magazine. Oh, yeah. And then like after like the 10th time seeing one of those, I was like, what is with all these Oprah signs popping up around Omaha? My mom was like, that's for Omaha, not Oprah. (laughs) And I was like, ah. I don't know. Oprah. They should combine them. More people know Oprah than Omaha. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I want to complain about Oprah because one day in high school, if ever my mom got off work early, she'd like rush home so she could watch Oprah. I think it was on at like three or something. But I got home from high school. My mom was like laying down on the couch watching Oprah. I sit down in the recliner in the living room, and then as I tune into what Oprah's talking about, I'm like, oh fuck. And it, the whole episode is about talking to your children about masturbation. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and like, right as I get what the gist of it is, I'm like, it would be pretty obvious if I just stood up and walked out of the room. <laughs> so I just was like, Sitting there and doing the episode. The start of masturbation. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Lean in. And like the whole episode was like, you know, just talk to them, tell them it's okay, blah blah. And then like that, it went to commercial or something, and my mom goes, Sarah, and I was like, don't say a single word. I like freaked out. <laughs> and she started laughing so hard. I was like, if you say anything, I will scream. <laughs> I was like, I heard everything you heard. You don't need to say anything to me. Sarah, I was like, no. This is a conversation that is not necessary. We just, we heard it together. You're trying to make me uncomfortable. Oh, mom. Mom, you know, bruh. You gotta wonder, like, if she did want to have that, would she try to do it just because Oprah told her to? Or because maybe she's My it's parents funny that it would clear make that stuff, so I don't think she would ever bring that up to me. Oh, uh, yeah. My parents never had to have a sex talk with me because I figured it out as, like, from a biological standpoint. I figured it out from Look Who's Talking movie. Oh. I haven't gotten the hang of it yet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I was like, what are, what are those wormy things? And my mom's a nurse. She's like, those are sperm. And I was like, where are they from? She's like, the dad. And I was like, where from the dad? Really <laughs> my mom had to like explain anatomy. And I was like, oh. Well, when I was little and I would like, like really young, like three, like as early as I can remember, I like half my parents what testicles were for. Because it wasn't adding up. Because, like, every other part of my body, I was like, well, I walk with my feet, I do sh- cool shit with my hands, I eat my boogers from my nose with my mouth, <laughs> I hear things yeah. with my ears, and I pee with my penis. But what the fuck are these things? What if they had told you teabagging? What kind oh, of person would you become? An awesome person. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I asked them, like, what are these things in my... What are these balls in my scrotum for? Because apparently I knew scrotum, but not testicles or balls. And I mean, my... they hadn't dropped yet at that point, right? I mean, kind of like an empty. No, they're 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 chilling. They're like up inside yet. No, they're not supposed to be. Are you sure? Like that when you're born, really they're supposed to. Young. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, like really young. Like they're testicles. One. I guess I I must have been a late bloomer. Feels <laughs> 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 like mine just yesterday. <laughs> Yeah. What are these? Uh, This is an interesting development. What the hell was that? (laughs) Oh. Uh, Testicles descended. But my my mom explained, like, well, that's where your future children will come from. So I thought, I, in my head, was like, ah, I thought that, like, each testicle would produce a child. And one day I was telling my brother, like, hey, hey, Aaron. Like, what? He's like, I don't know how many kids I'm going to have when I'm an adult. He's like... (laughs) One from each nut. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to have two. Well, because I thought, like, you'd use them up. Like, <laughs> and before I figured out sex. Aren't there literally, like, billions of sperm? Oh, yeah. Each time or each trillions. time a man ejaculates, there are enough sperm cells to replenish all of Europe. Oh, that's nothing. Cells are very small. I mean, it's like it's like 50 million sperm cells How per How small blue. are they? What are you doing? I'm replenishing Europe! <laughs> Man, I'm gonna say that every time. <laughs> but uh yeah, never replenish your well, I, I guess my Twice. parents really explained Twice. to me throughout my life everything except the actual intercourse. Two and we will fuck them on the beaches. <laughs> and we will fuck them on the landing grounds. Like when my parents explained I'm like, where do babies come from? They're like, well oh. information <laughs> Yeah. That's that... only There was No, I nope. won't say it. No. Nope. What were you gonna say? Don't do it. Uh, something really racist? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is an inside joke. Around. We should get An inside racist joke? How does that work? Uh, it's, it's it's a great joke. It's a racist joke. It's a, racist racist joke. It's a good joke. joke. Racist for all. It's time has passed. It might come up again. Listener, you'll have to... Uh, or reader, sorry. <laughs> you'll have to fill in the blanks about what I was going to say. But stop myself, because someday I want to meet new people. Jumping <laughs> out a baby. Well, so it's a great joke, because it... It involves sodomy and racism. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, the premise for the joke... So, white people aren't really white. They're kind of pink. Vaginas are kind of pink. Black people aren't really black. They're just brown. What's brown? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It it just makes sense. More yeah. Well, yeah. Couldn't be more obvious, right? Uh, that sounds like something like a six-year-old who knew what sex was would come to. When I was little, I, I, I didn't... I thought that... Actually, for some reason, I thought that... Because I, I grew up in, like, even the whiter part of Nebraska <laughs> than Lincoln. This like, super least, white Nebraska. Almost, like, least white. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. 
Um, and it's still very white. It's still very so I'd, I'd seen like three black people in my life before I was like five. Um, one of them being uh, Ernie Hudson on Ghostbusters. Uh, actually, I think I just saw Ghostbusters three times. <laughs> and I thought it was—I thought it was like—I thought it was something you like had done to you. I thought that I, in my mind it was like at the county fair you would go because people like get their faces painted. I thought you'd go and there'd be a machine that would turn you black. You did not think that. <laughs> I was three. This is what I thought. This made sense to my three-year-old mind. I don't think it made sense. So, but Ethan, Ethan, please. At this time, you were like critically considering the function of your balls, but you still thought that black people were like coming back from the state fair. County <laughs> fair, but yes. I okay. I didn't know that I the can't. state fair. <laughs> Oh, I thought that's the way it worked. Okay, so to a listener who is from a more... Reader. Yeah, from a reader, a smeller, um, a proprioceptor. Uh, that's another sense. Gross. Uh, <laughs> proprioception is like how you know where your own body is without actually feeling it. Anyway, uh, Sometimes fake news. I lose that. That's weird. When I'm laying in bed. Oh, okay. And yeah. it starts. Really? That's weird. Where's my hand? Nobody knows. Or like but I'm not able to visualize things. This sounds like a horrible. What it sounds like a like horrible thought. You kind of itch your nose like... and you end up just poking yourself in the eye. <laughs> I'm just trying to stay as still as possible. <laughs> <laughs> don't move. Nothing bad can happen. <laughs> I don't know where I am. I could be anywhere. Sorry. But on, on the whole, me as a child not knowing where I am. But on people. the whole. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> yeah. It, I know it sounds like horribly ignorant to uh, most of the readers. So first of all, in my defense, I was like three. Uh, but you gotta understand, well, like you were in an area that is so white that you could go years without ever seeing a black person in person. Yeah, that's the black or any other, any other Ghostbusters, anything <laughs> other than like. Yeah, 75% seriously. German maybe Cosby show, literally. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like Ghostbusters. Like, you see, what is it, like the Stay Puft Marshmallow or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, the guy. whitest thing in the whole world. <laughs> exactly white. I don't know. Sam There's had one black rock. Are you saying he's whiter than Garrison Keeler? He's certainly. I mean, there's more of him. <laughs> he is very white. He is more white. <laughs> It's like I grew up with an Asian sister, so and that's like not that different, but and in Omaha, like I understood that she couldn't really get sunburned and I could. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Melanoma. It's uh, Wadi's revenge for being on. For uh, also, I think I've said this on the podcast. Hold everyone else down. But when I was young, I thought it was offensive to say the word black. Yeah, this came up during the MLK. This came up during yeah. the episode where we talked about me traveling back in time as a 12-year-old to seduce the yeah, Reverend okay. Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah, yeah. successfully. Who yeah. Would that's son of a bitch. I did, because I was a young racist at 12 and wanted to make sure that he didn't propagate his gene, or wanted to, like, limit the number of children he had. I know he has a ton of illegitimate children. That would be cool. No, he was like a ladies' man. He boinked a lot of Well, like I said during that podcast... He was also, like, a pastor. Is it really? But you gotta think this is like back then. 
like this is before this is before everyone had cameras. This is when like rich and famous people could get away with a lot of crazy shit. And so, but I mean, no one would ever find out. So the only thing keeping people from being like unfaithful to their wives is their own sense of morality, which is pretty weak. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in in most people, even great civil rights heroes, <laughs> like when you know you'll never get caught for it for anything. So I, I'm gonna say that probably like seventy percent of guys back then. Probably were were hitting some side. Boom. Do you think that? (laughs) So this is actually an interesting perspective because it's kind of contrary to like the popular narrative where like you know, I mean this has always been the case with like kids nowadays have like no principles or whatever. But Uh so according to this, people prior to say like two thousand were even more hypocritical than they are now. I'm saying famous people. Famous people, because, like... Wouldn't this argument also apply to normal people? Because, I mean... I don't know if this argument applies either way. I I don't... I think famous people cheat a lot, and I think regular people cheat a lot still. Okay, well... I think famous people, like, there's a lot more people wanting to bang them. Exactly. You have a lot wider... uh, but that hasn't changed. I mean, that's been constant. Right. Right? Well, yeah. So, like, back... I mean, even now, I think it's, like, 30% of people have an affair in their life. Uh, or 30%? 30% people, yeah. That's too much. Yeah. It, it's, for, it's disgustingly high. Um, that makes 30. That doesn't even... How do you measure that? Action. Uh, well, they, they have, like, like sociological methods. They probably extrapolate where they kind of, like, probably find an asymptote of what people are willing to disclose. <laughs> Um, it's not Girl Scouts doing a survey out in the street. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. I'm not going to answer that. Oh, do like, you want your thing? Do you want more peanut butter bags? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying, like, that's that's like your average, everyday person. And think of that 30%. Think about how much higher would that be? Because, I mean, like... I've been able to seduce exactly one woman in my entire life <laughs> who I married. I, I imagine, like, there are, there are probably a lot of other people who are in that boat, um, but that 30% were actually able to have an affair. I mean, think of all the people who would just love to have an affair, but uh, are like repulsive human all beings. All the people I hear about having affairs, I'm like, with who? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is, like... That 30% even factors with people who don't have someone hot who wants to bang them. Um, so if you're, like, a famous person and people are throwing... There are all these people who want to have sex with you. This is back when you can get away with it because there's no Twitter and everyone's like, Oh my god, I just fucked the Reverend Dr. George Luther. The Reverend Dr. Luther married my soul being me with his penis. I know, and I fucking hate so many names. <laughs> Why did I even bang him? It's not surprising. I mean, it's just, it's not surprising. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm giving it a, an okay. I'm just saying it's not surprising that back then, you know. And also, like, as a 12-year-old little boy, you were very attractive. I was very attractive. Yeah. You, I mean, you had it all going on. Thank you. Well, well, I mean, I'm. 
I mean, I didn't know Ethan personally back then. I've just seen him in See, reader, some of these explicit pictures. You haven't seen Caleb's living quarters, but he has several pictures of twelve-year-old Ethan. <laughs> they're life size. They're big heads. <laughs> I got a, I got one on the ceiling above my bed. It's I'm living the dream. Let me tell you. Okay, back back to the MLK thing. Do you think he made women shout out his name, his full name, <laughs> during sex? With oh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. I don't think that would be possible. <laughs> you, don't go through, you don't go through seminary and through whatever it took to get the doctor and not have someone use it. That's right. That's true. It's required. I mean, it's just, it's respect. That's, it's a basic level of respect. That's the Reverend Doctor. Like, say my name, bitch. And she's like, MLK, no, from the top of a mountain, say my name, bitch. She's like, Martin Luther King, my name, my full name. Reverend Doctor Martin Luther King, Jr. I keep, I keep thinking of that Clarence Carter song. <laughs> It's <laughs> calling my name. She says, Reverend Dr. Martin I'm glad that like we have another episode of the podcast dedicated to defaming Martin Luther King. What wasn't enough? So, your whole talking point was about how it was easier to have affairs back then and not get caught, but the CIA was all up over. Yeah. But that's just because the so government was super Martin racist and, like, King. was into yeah. holding the black man down. They, they I mean, if there wasn't the CIA trailing you, imagine how many... I mean, they would have just picked any given male celebrity. I'm guessing, like, all... Like, nine out of ten of them probably would have been... I mean, this is why I, I made the point that I think I it, it wasn't just you. It was you and J. Edna Hoover, you know, the head of the FBI... Who was also a cross-dresser. Oh, yeah, we do three ways. Yeah, yeah. The Reverend Doctor. I mean, so, like, when MLK would get, you know, a little tipsy Jay and he couldn't yeah. see, like, the ass hair on Jay Edna, you know, he'd come in for sloppy seconds. Well, at the same time, too, you know, sometimes Jay Edna Hoover would ride his cock, I'd ride his face, and we'd, like, make out. Oh, yeah. I, you'd, I think, you'd think yeah. the nutsack flopped on his chin would have tipped him off, but... You know, in the heat of the moment, everything passed. He was such a great man. Oh, I He didn't see it. color. He also, he also didn't see balls. <laughs> wow. Well, he never had that talk with his parents that you did. That's right. He was just sitting there the whole time like, what are you for? <laughs> <laughs> they have to have a purpose. Like, this is an especially <laughs> puffy vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone, does anyone have any other 
Any other things? Any other, any, any other, any other grievances against <laughs> the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.? <laughs> One of his feet was smaller than the other. I don't like that. That's normal. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I dreamt yes. we were going on an 18-mile hike. Okay. On our feet, like just walking. Like you do, yeah. But we stopped at a bakery and wanted to get some cookies. Okay. And we got our cookies, and I also ordered cannolis, but instead I got macarons, and I was very, very upset that I didn't get cannolis. Yeah. And that was my dream about our 18-mile hike. And then the next night you had, like, a a sequel dream, a follow-up, where you went on a mass shooting. (laughs) Because of how upset you were. Oh, <laughs> too, the wrong soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. It's never too soon. soon. Now is the time to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, that was good. It flares up sometimes. I notice on Twitter that a lot of people don't know the difference between semi-automatic and automatic. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't want to be that person that corrects somebody about semi-automatic and automatic. Yeah, because then you seem like a serial murderer. <laughs> so one like, of my friends was like, "I can't believe we still allow people to have automatic weapons," and I was yeah, like, like, "Well, he's semi-automatic." I mean, it's <laughs> it's kind of a gray area with the bump stock stuff. Well, like, you don't need a bump stock. Kroll could uh, he could like hold you mean it. Gary? Yeah, Gary. <laughs> yeah, Aaron hold... Gary Kroll <laughs> <laughs> could hold could hold his uh, Kalashnikov. In such a way that, like, the the kick of it would, like, bounce back against, like, his shoulder or his hip, and it would do the same thing. Yeah. But he couldn't aim for shit. No, he couldn't aim for shit, yeah, because he was literally shooting from the Yeah, and I know there are other mod- modifications that you can do uh, to, to, like, make semi-automatic. It's, it's like, there are guns that are automatic, like, an AK. Like, I mean, you can buy an AK-47, which is an automatic gun, mm-hmm. but That's the ones that you buy are SKs. Yeah. The one, well... You can get AKs, but the ones that you can buy have been, like, modified so that they're semi-automatic, right? Automatic but, means... Yeah, you, you, you pull the trigger, you hold yeah. the trigger down and it keeps shooting. And an AK-47 is an automatic rifle. Like I'm saying, you can get them, but the versions that you get are semi-automatic. But you can modify them yourself to make them fully automatic, right? Is so, that legal? Absolutely not. <laughs> but, but it's hard to please because you can't like. Yeah, you if you're finally down the room, yeah, and like actually like shoot the gun or open it up. Aren't sawed-off shotguns are legal, right? Elite. I think they're illegal. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure. But they're good for like home defense. <laughs> if, you, if you have horrible aim <laughs> spray, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's because they have no. no there's no use except for right, like fighting other people who are like, very close to you. Yeah. It's not off shotgun would be shitty for rage. See, here's what I love about Nebraska. Even us uh, gun-hating, pinko, commie, left-wing dingbats like me still know way more about guns than, like, your redneck from New York. Well, that's There's no redneck true. in New York. There's a Good couple. Point. Yeah. I mean, Nebraska. Donald Trump... I mean, well, he's kind of more of an orange neck, I guess. Uh, Does he really have a name? 
I don't know. It might it pops it pops out of his shirt. What if it's his neck? But... Yeah. And when he's doing like breast, sometimes he inflates it. That's <laughs> 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 his ego. Pop it out there. Keeps it in his neck. Can inflate it like a frog. If you take off his shirt, there's actually like a tiny symbiotic creature that just tells him affirming things all day. I think he actually like. Oh, no, about Mike Pence. Like in, in reality, <laughs> oh, like, isn't that his wife? <laughs> like, but she's it, probably not even married. Like, in reality, I think he actually. Wow. Okay. I think this person actually got fired recently, which is a national tragedy. There was a time where there was a staffer in the White House whose job it was to collect positive headlines about Donald Trump <laughs> oh my and God. like collate them into a file and give them to him so he can read. Like life affirming headlines. <laughs> this was a real job that a real person had. What'd you hear about these people on Reddit that are fake accounts just talking up Trump? I mean, I always assumed that was the case. I mean, that on on Reddit there was this thing. There's a subreddit called the Donald, right? Uh, which is like kind of infamous, and I think a lot of those accounts were fake. Yeah, well, one on of the, the things they just caught was, yeah, like, it was like, even um, more well, uh, I can't remember exactly uh, what people's gripe was with Trump this time. And then somebody was like, uh, a Puerto Rican here, something, something, blah, 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 blah. And then somebody's like, didn't you say before that you were actually Colombian or something else? And then that person replied, why can't this piece of person be both nationalities? And they <laughs> forgot to change the username oh. and everything. So it's the same person again. Like, That's beautiful. Forgot to, yeah. Caught red-handed. I love, I love it when that happens. I just love that like when John Kelly came in as like the chief of staff or whatever, he like took Trump's Twitter away. Like he can't be trusted with like a fucking toddler. <laughs> Wait, but he, he tried to. Yeah, he, I, sorry, I don't think he actually. Oh, he did, did for a couple days. Okay. Like wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. It's, it's like you can't be trusted with Twitter because you don't have the self control. Here are some nuclear lodge codes. <laughs> Great. I think they gave him fake codes. I think he's tried them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's probably true. Can't stop the Trump. They yeah. do put his name into the security briefing after they abbreviate it to one page, and they make all the sentences about him. So, trouble again in North Korea, but Donald Trump will save the day if he does this. So it's whatever the security council would like done. If he brushes his teeth tonight and eats lots of fruit and vegetables. He's the most handsome man alive. We really need to do something about civil war here in Africa. <laughs> It's a literal thing. There's someone who has that job too. Okay. They put, they put his name into the security thing to make it about him. So that he'll actually read it. No, he doesn't read it. Someone reads it for him. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course. Well, he eats graham crackers and milk. I, I think <laughs> he's a fucking toddler. <laughs> of all the things that really rub me the wrong way, he's an illiterate president. He said he doesn't like to read, and I think that hurts worse than the racism, worse than the belligerents. It's the fact that he doesn't read. Because what kind of a monster back. doesn't like to, even like little things? He could read like a sentence. Yeah, I mean, even Hitler wrote his own book. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, and it had grammar and everything. Mind yeah. Tom. 
I want to make like the children's illustrated version because you only have like the children's Bibles. I want to make mine first, mine time. <laughs> hey, now's your time. There's some like right wing nationalism in Germany. You probably got a market. Yeah. I mean, you have to like learn how to like write German. I mean, get a ghostwriter, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Although, I mean, I suppose if there's if if you try to hire a German, they have like. You know, probably pretty high minimum wage, which you probably yeah. couldn't afford. Well, if I should try to hire a ghostwriter, I should hire Nicholas Cage, right? Because he was in that ghostwriter. He is ghostwriter. That's right. Ghostwriter. Or from that TV show with the scary, like, bubblegum monster. <laughs> ghostwriter. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> God damn it. Was that <laughs> not terrifying? There was, like, a, 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 a CGI. It wasn't CGI. It was, like a, <laughs> it was, it was like totally. It wasn't a puppet. It was like someone ruined the it film. It was a real there monster. There was a spot that moved around the film because it was ruined, and then it wrote things and solved mysteries. Yeah, these kids were terrible at doing stuff, and then this blob of undeveloped <laughs> film would do it. Did, did you see the episode with the bubblegum monster? Yes. And it was terrifying, right? Yes. Not as terrifying as the Are You Afraid of the Dark where they're in a giant pinball machine. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's like the most famous episode. I remember that one. But it was almost that bad. Yeah. I, thankfully, I didn't see that particular episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark because oh, all the should. rest were scary enough for me. Oh, you should. It's like... It could That's have like been the best Twilight Zone episode. It was that good. Hey, did any of you guys ever read uh, Goosebumps? Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. I love them and was terrified of them. Same. Same. Yeah. The, uh, the, like, dummy one with, like, the ventriloquist dummy. There's, they made, like, seven of them. <laughs> uh, really? Seven. I guess the original, like, on the cover it had, like, the ventriloquist dummy just, like, smiling. Yeah, what what was that one called? Uh, I feel like it was, like, dummy or something. Yeah, it was, like, dummy. the living dummy like, or you something. You dummy. Yeah, Neither the living dummy. The living dummy. I heard an interview with R.L. Stein. He wrote comics and funny books for a while, and then his editor said, you're not selling not well either. enough, you're going to write horror novels. <laughs> and he said, no, I'm not. And then they said, this is how much I'm going to pay you. And he said, okay. <laughs> and then Goosebumps happened, and now he's very rich. Night of the Living Dummy. Yeah, I just looked at him. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. That's yeah. nightmares. I, think this I remember, like, the Monster Teacher one. Sorry, the covers were scarier than the books. Too. Yes, they were. Okay. Also, R.L. Stein is worth two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Let's that one up too. So when your editor tells Good you you're not making money for me, write this. Write it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen yeah. to them. They know what will make you money. Editor, she's perfect just the way Satan made her. <laughs> That's nice. Is R.L. Stein a pen name or is that the author's real name? I believe it's a pen name. So, I mean, it sounds like a pen name wow, made before Stein. There are a shit ton. Yeah. There were a lot of not good ones. Gersburn. They're great, like when you're like when you're in third grade, because you're like, I read a whole novel today, and like each one's like three hundred words. That's that's an exaggeration, but they're very very short. That's why I loved them. them. They were like Reading pretty thick with thick paper, and they were like. <laughs> Like actually, I was pretty anti-Trump up until you started talk. You started talking about how he hates reading. Now I think he's my guy. 
He's definitely got my vote because of the reading. Mm-hmm. His reading's what nerds do. Well, that's democracy. And I've been action. fighting. Just change your mind. I've been <laughs> <laughs> it's Robert Lawrence Stein, by the way. So is that it's from him. real name? Yeah. Oh wow, nice. He's got a name for horror. I mean, that's a good name for a horror character. I mean, I might yeah, just think definitely. that because, like, <laughs> yeah. or, or playing piano. What's that? Oh, Stein piano. Or for yeah. playing the piano. Yeah, yeah, that's also good. Is it Steinway? Steinway? The piano. Yes. Steinway. Yeah. Yeah. R. L. Steinway. Why said that? I have a question. <laughs> yes. And maybe Colin, you can shed some light on this. All right, we have these cell phones. They've got all these apps on them. As a teacher, I'm constantly telling my students to put them down. How soon will it be before they're grafted into our arms and we're actually cyborgs? Is this because I'm constantly looking at my phone? Yes. <laughs> MLB playoffs are happening right now. I know. I know. If that, if you were a cyborg and you could have that in your eyeball, yeah, just like right <laughs> in your eyeball. would you not be watching it all the time? I wish I were like magic and I could have it on that TV right now. That would then I wouldn't magic. care. I don't I can't I don't have the channels. I don't have any channels on that TV actually. You just have like cyborg, a... I don't know. I feel like there there are some cyborgy things I would have before smartphone technology. Yeah. I can't think are of any right now. A bottle opener Bottle opener. What about like laser eyes? Or like pacemakers? I have laser eyes. Oh, you already got those. Okay, never mind. Or what if you could like shoot like knockout gas out of like your big toe? (laughs) Perfect. You're right. That's the best (laughs) one. What are you doing? I'm trying to knock you out. What if you're like? I feel, I feel like it's not within the next hundred years. What if you like, could use your like anything? What if you could use your ass crack as a fax machine? <laughs> Wait, so we're gonna like bring back this obsolete technology and install it in your ass? Crack yes. back. I like it. <laughs> yeah, your just... tank can be a telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I can't remember what movie I was watching, but there was like a spy movie, and at one point they literally like this guy turns out to be a robot, and his head tilts open, and a fax comes out. <laughs> I, I don't know. You're my oh my god, god. I'm about to find this now. For about one week, when I was like ten, I wanted to get hit by a car so I could have a prosthetic leg that had a tiny cooler in it so I could keep a bottle of Mountain Dew in my leg. That'd be fucking great. For like a week, I thought this was a good idea. Worth (laughs) it. I I still think the, I think the Taint Telegraph is the best idea ever, like... Where they click together? Taint Telegraph. Like, it'd be so great to be like... (laughs) Like, hey, bro! The testicles report. Like, hey, bro, what's Jill doing tonight? Folks wants to go meet up at the bar, found a few brewskis? I know, let me grab her. (laughs) <laughs> hey, 
dude, what's a Morse code for the letter P? Bro, that's dit dash dit dash dot. Okay, Ethan, that's what the testicles are for. Oh my god! Hey man, talk about a booty call. <laughs> I'm sorry, that wasn't oh, yeah. very good oh, yeah. five, but the man. listener couldn't see me uh, lifting my leg up on the ladder, like pointing at my tank. Well, here, Ethan, here. I'll t- I'll I'll take a picture of it after and I'll put it in the show notes. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. This is what the listeners are scrambling for right now. You're gonna take a picture of his tank? Yeah. Up close and personal. Why what what did you okay. think? I mean, yeah, obviously. And then they'll label it Gary's uh-huh. tank. Yeah. So you'll never really know <laughs> whose tank. Oh, but you'll know. This yeah, this is how we all know what his tank looks like. <laughs> say it's an ironclad defense against all identi- identity finding methods <gasps> or something. Except your butthole is like like a fingerprint. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like whenever you get arrested, they, they put the, the thing up to your butthole to. You know, get its unique print. <laughs> Have you guys ever had someone else inspect your butthole? Probably. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they feel it. All of us, I think, actually. Yeah, it's actually not. No, really. No, I've it's never. Right. Whenever I go to the doctor, they, they they never go that route. Which is weird because my dad had prostate cancer, so I'm especially at risk. Maybe they just heard the legends yeah, of. My uh, asshole, and just like don't want to deal with it. Yeah, I mean they listen well, to the podcast. <laughs> so when you guys have prostate exams, what position do you have to take? So I've never had a prostate exam, actually. Neither. <laughs> um, I mean, it. So so people have about? looked at your buttholes <laughs> up close. Yeah, yeah. You answered yes to that question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was. Uh, it was. <laughs> all right, so we can get. Deep into <laughs> into you know Caleb butthole medical history, but I'm uh, surprised this didn't come up on the butthole episode. Yeah, well, I so shared that, my butthole's deepest darkest. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently the butthole episode was not butthole. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so essentially, um, uh, there was like some bouts of constipation on my part, but I didn't really know what that meant. Because uh, it's like, you know, I still poo occasionally. I mean, it's not like I've gone weeks with So you had a nurse pull poop out of your butt? No, actually actually not. It, it was, um, it's like, so, when you're, like, super constipated, sometimes, like, you get a little bit of blood in there, because, like, you're... Your colon's like, I'm not made for this, bro. Come on. <laughs> Drink more water! <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta help me out here. And, and so anyway, I was, I was a little concerned, so I went to the doctor, and um, I told him about this. And so they took a speculum oh. and put it in there, which was very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and took a look around there, and it's like, yeah, you should, um, it's like, how much caffeine do you have a day? And I say, oh, uh, I don't know, like two or three cups of coffee and maybe a, like a soda. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, so, I mean, it's, they didn't, like, say drink less, but <laughs> I probably should anyway. And uh, they said, oh, here's, um, 
Here's some laxative. Here, try this and see if that doesn't help. And lo and behold, it did. So there you go. Lo and behold. Yeah. Lo, lo and behold. behold. Oh, <laughs> that was my mother's mind. Yeah, yeah, so that's... Yeah, it, it was weird, and it's like... They, uh... I'm trying to remember exactly how it went. So, yeah, there was the speculum. That went in. I remember that. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. Can't forget that. And, and what was what was a yeah, little... I've seen the scrapbook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb's first behold. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Behold! The and, and, and I remember... Uh, the doctor, like, left the room. And <laughs> With like, the speculum in there? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, no, they took it out. I'm pretty sure it's disposable. It was okay. like a, like They're like, all right, thing. hold tight, we'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, and, uh... Don't clutch. And, listen, and I, like, had to, like, clean up after myself in shame. <laughs> and so I, I had to, like, go, like... I think there were, like, some, some moist towelettes in the room, and I had to, like, go and, like, try to, like, you know... Sanitize things and like, like wash my hands. Of your butthole. <laughs> An analogy that I don't get, but I assume is accurate. I was so sorry. I was talking to a doctor at one of my previous jobs. And I did human medical research, and I was like, I forget what I was talking to him about. Like he was having issues with Microsoft Word because he's an older guy and maybe a brilliant doctor, but you know just not knowing technology. So he was asking me about like track changes. That I was explaining to this this to him. And while I was in, uh, another study manager came in who was doing a, uh, they were doing a study with a drug that would, the drug would accumulate in your body, it'd be rectal and vaginal tissue. So they were doing vaginal and rectal biopsies for a thing. So they come in and she's like getting into the nitty gritty about how are we going to do this, this rectal biopsy? And he's like, like, they were asking if he had any doctors that he would recommend, because when he was a general practitioner, you know, if you're a general practitioner and you're not a specialist, when someone has issues with a specific body system, you have to refer to the specialist. And he's like, oh yeah, Dr. So-and-so at so-and-so practice on P Street's my anus guy. <laughs> You'll go in there with, a, with, with, with just with a speculum and general anesthetic, or not general anesthetic, local anesthetic, no anesthetic, that's right, that was part of the whole shtick about like, where is anesthetic? It's like, but Dr. So-and-so, she's on Q Street, uh, and she'll go in there with a full proctoscope. So I wasn't <laughs> brave enough to ask the difference between a speculum and a proctoscope. Um, the proctoscope, I have not had one, but it's like, you know the snake that you put down the toilet to get it unclogged? Oh. It's like that with a little camera at the end. Oh, so that's like better than a stick. It has a little grabber arm, so if they ever find anything, they can sort of fuck at it. Yeah, it's like what you use for a colonoscopy. Yes. Did I ever tell you? I don't use the claw machine at the. <laughs> and it always comes up empty. Did I tell you guys? I remembered my butt doctor's name. It's no. probably fine because it's weird spelling. His name was Dick Pitch. <laughs> oh, come on! Like, Where he came in, and no it said, way. like, his name was Richard, but he went by Dick, and he was like, hey, Dick Pitch, nice to meet you, and I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> you heard a slow pitch it. and fast pitch? You're prepared to play some Dick Pitch. <laughs> also, but, okay, take your speculum experience, but make it so that you can have eye contact with the doctor the entire time they do it, and they reach in there and scrape stuff, 
it's and very that's, intimate. That's a pap smear. And they yeah. smear on toast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. I need a medical <laughs> now. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Please. <laughs> if I oh, are... never wanted cervical spell on toast. <laughs> Come on. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, I've I joked about we're new like lows. peaking here, I think. Peaking. This is like perfect podcast material. <laughs> Let's cut off like everything minutes. that was like four minutes ago. <laughs> Fucking hell. Back to buttholes. <laughs> How long so, have we gone, by the way? Long enough. So here's, <laughs> yeah. here's what my shit would that be. Way. If I was a urologist and like getting prostate exams, so... There'd be a proctologist. Urologist goes the other end, buddy. No, urologists are in They're the... pee. Well, no, they're male. No, they're they pee go. and male reproductive, which oh, includes the prostate. They, so they, they tend to go on the front entrance, though. But, okay, so if, if I was the do- anyway, if I was the doctor doing prostate exam, Dick Pinch would do <laughs> that whole stuff. <laughs> Naturally, <laughs> I, I follow him on Instagram. I know. <laughs> uh, Butthole popper. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> If I were, if I were like the guy doing prostate exams, what I would do, so like, when a guy shows up, goes to the doctor, and is expecting that a prostate exam might happen, they're probably kind of on edge. The second the patient would walk through the door and say, oh, hey, here, I'm, I'm, I'm here to uh, talk about, uh, to check out your, uh, your male reproductive system, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I'm going to break out the latex book. Don't worry, not going to happen. And then when they're like, oh, phew, it's actually nitro now. <laughs> <Huh>. Wow. <laughs> that, what, what a punchline. That's a really good joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And with that, we end another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be about that time, though. Yeah. yeah. No, plus, I need, to go to, I need to go try a beer somewhere. Is there any beer left in there? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try it. for it. Raspberry, uh, Berliner. Berliner Weiss. Berliner Weiss. Yep, Raspberry Berliner. Alright then. So, dear, dear listener, thank you very much for sticking with us on another episode of the Sleuth Zoom Podcast. Should we do a harmony? <laughs> <laughs> it might, it might happen. Goodbye, listener. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Oi! Bye. Oi! Oi! I'm doing the thing that should make a sound, but it's like making a different sound.